0: kaiju fm come find your niche
1: okay you've got to answer the call so uh i do
0: have to answer the call so it's uh, gonna there be a go. three
1: in an evening job <laughs> i'm not involved. to it I let's keep a... it re- snappy we're, yeah. we're good at that yeah i think it'll be good <laughs> Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, we've got a lot of, like, coming together of characters this week. Yeah, it seems like we really do. Like, everyone's been out on their own a bit for a while. Yeah. Like, Bugs has not had much to do. Like, uh,
0: Daffy we haven't really seen much of recently. Uh, No, I mean, like... There was one episode a little while back, but nothing really kind of major came from it. I don't think.
1: Yeah, Sylvester and Hector had a, a like a, a lovely friendship that seems to have been torn apart. Yeah, uh, everyone's just out on their own, and it's it's hard to it's hard to really draw any conclusions. I mean, I'm hoping are. Bugs is
0: going to bring everyone back together.
1: Well, uh, like the reason I bring it up is because the first episode this week uh, has uh, three old favourites, one of whom we've seen quite a lot of doing, not a lot. Yeah. And the other two we just haven't seen much of recently. So uh, I think we should just jump two foot into it uh, and uh, watch Rabbit Fire, which is a Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd number from May 19th, 1951. Let's get the show on the road. Let's do it. started like it was going to be a really sort of generic episode yeah and quickly got confusing and directionless and i don't really know what i think was going on
0: uh well i mean like maybe if we just talk through it quickly so it opens with daffy duck um with rabbit shoes on laying a trail of rabbit um, tracks back to Bugs's hole, which yeah. Elmer is following. He then uh, shouts down the hole, uh oh, Bugs Bunny, um, he is... Yeah, buddy's here to see you. Yeah, like, you know, is your friend to see you. So then he runs off, takes the shoes off, runs off. Bugs comes out the hall to be met with a gun to the face. And then we're in sort of classic Elmer-Bugs
1: chase sequence, except it goes into a sort of feud of Daffy and Bugs like, arguing over whether it's rabbit season or duck season, and yeah. in various ways try to convince Elmer one way or the other. Normally in Bugs' favour, he normally... Like, Bugs is a bit better at it. Yeah. Like, you know, so they do the classic just argument thing where one of you just swaps what you're saying and then the other one says the wrong thing. No, they, they put a lot, up a lot of signs. Yeah. And then past a certain point, they're disguised as each other.
0: Yeah, Daff, um, Daffy's um, prosthetic bill comes into it a lot.
1: Yeah, like, Elmer clearly shoots Daffy in the bill, which we know detaches from yeah. Daffy, so that's 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 handy, his prosthetic bill. Uh, but yeah, it sort of goes on in that vein for most of the episode, with them sort of disguising themselves as each other, as a dog and like a female hunter.
0: Yeah, so at that point they end up working together. I think it's at the point where, I think, um, Elmer turns around and says... Because uh, I think they tr- they they reach into Bugs' Hall and get out recipe books. One, A Thousand and One Ways to Cook a Duck, another one, A Thousand Ways to Cook a Rabbit.
1: And then Elmer says he's a vegetarian, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, so Elmer's a vegetarian. So he's a sport hunter only.
0: Yeah, but uh, like astro- that strikes me as odd, like, you know, a vegetarian hunter, because he does it for sport. It's like, why be a vegetarian? Unless he has to for medical reasons. Yeah, I don't know. It's a strange one. Because it's obviously not for animal welfare reasons.
1: Yeah. But ultimately, this whole situation... Yeah, At that point, he's he gets into, I'm going to get that rabbit and that duck. So their little yeah. feud seems useless. So they turn it around and make it Elmer season, and then they hunt Elmer. But yeah. it's a lot of disguises. There's a lot of back and forth, uh, like, feuding. But why this would come up, I can't really think of any reason other than they all sort of know what's going on.
0: Like... I mean I guess so like, like, like it is very possible that they're just playing it up for the for the portal. Well I'm wondering if it's a training regime. You reckon? What if they all need to be
1: able to be each other interchangeably for some sort of scheme? I mean because they're quite familiar with each other now. I like, this is the first time I've heard Daffy call
0: him Bugs. Well this is the first time we ever see them together. No it's not they were in jail once. They were in jail weren't they? Yeah. But I I mean it says their first, first cartoon to co-star Bugs Bunny and Daffy. Oh, Duck. but Bugs Bunny definitely didn't
1: star in that previous cartoon. He was a little cameo at the end.
0: That's yeah.
1: So we ne- So
0: we haven't seen them on screen together, but
1: yeah. But like, I, because I, we haven't seen Elmer in his standard just hunting bugs mode for quite a long no. time, and we just plain haven't seen Daffy in quite a long time. No, but now he's quite familiar with bugs. I wonder if the head like they're. At, getting to the point where they are sort of on side with one another yeah because bugs and daffy both disguise themselves as one another although badly and as elmer (laughs) yeah um throughout the course of that they all know each other's names and
0: daffy has the ability to reach into bugs's um hole and get stuff out
1: yeah and and he knows where it is yeah so, he's been
0: in there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Because th- he didn't go into the hole. He just reached into the hole. Yeah, and grabbed it. So, yeah, I, th- I think it is It is likely that they know each other reasonably well now. And this is, as you say, some level of training. Because the other thing is that Elmer definitely, definitely
1: had point-blank shots and took them.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, knew like that he knew. Yeah, knew
1: that they would be fine. So, I think it's just enough of a, so, like, sort of a blank. What like. are they training for, then? I know all kinds of shit. I imagine just like because ultimately, I like, like
0: do you reckon Bugs has Bugs has told them now that they're training for Spearsham, or do you think he's keeping that on the down low, or do you think it's future Bugs has come back and went, look, you guys need to start working together?
1: I think the last is more likely. I don't think current Bugs necessarily knows what he's training for, but, but future Bugs but he does, he believes and he seeds that information, yeah, as yeah. and when, but. Like,
0: that's the only way I can kind of see it working in this episode. I mean, I suppose, because future bugs could be coming back and setting these up so they don't, they don't necessarily know wholeheartedly that it is a training mission. They just know, like, bugs went back like, look, today something odd's going to happen. Just roll with it. Let's see where it goes. Possibly. I mean, also, like, bugs
1: and Daffy's disguises as one another were not great. No. Now we now Bugs we know as a master of disguise. Yeah, Daffy not so much, but we do know that what an animal can very convincingly disguise itself as another animal. We've seen it with yeah. Pepple yeah, yeah. We've seen it as uh, with Hector as a chicken. I mean, he yeah. was giant, but like he still looked like a chicken. Whereas yeah. Bugs was definitely being Daffy, not a duck. And, yes, and Daffy was definitely being Bugs specifically, yeah. not a rabbit. It was more character acting. Yeah, and. So I, like, I'm i wondering if at some point, and I think it's likely to be Pepe Le Pew rather than anyone else, if that's the point where we'll see them become able to impersonate each other properly. Because Pepe Le Pew, we've seen him unzip from a skunk into a dog and back into a skunk. Yep. And into a, yeah. <laughs> all, yeah, we have. All yeah. kinds of things. So And like they're quite convincing. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they get him on board as in sort of the capacity as a, as a tailor of some kind.
0: Yeah, some sort of costume designer. Because
1: also I noticed that... Uh, Daffy had like actual rabbit shoes, yeah. Whereas Bugs was, Bunny's duck feet, which yeah, f- had slippers, slippers, yeah, yeah. So like, they clearly works
0: in progress. All tails were plungers with, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, with plungers well, or plungers with feathers on them, yeah. Well, I, I think Daffy's was just a cotton ball stuck on over the top of his tail,
1: yeah. So like, I mean, it definitely works in progress. It's more, yeah, yeah. it's more a character thing than anything else. And I think, yeah, I think they just need to get to the point where because Bugs's lady costume was. Way better than all the rest of them.
0: Oh, yeah. Because he sure. has all that stuff. Yeah,
1: that's his Ready life. to go. We know that already. So that's, that's my feeling on the matter is that they're in some sort of training. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm down with that. Shall we uh, see what uh, Sylvester, Tweety, Granny and Hector are up oh, to? Oh, God, yeah. Hector and Sylvester back together again. Tweety and Granny, they've been together ever since. Yeah. And quite formidable as a team. Uh, so uh, let's see what they're uh, getting up to in Room and Bird from June twenty. 20- uh, no, just June second, nineteen fifty one. Let's give it a
2: go.
1: Interesting crest on that mirror. That there. Was a really dodgy mirror. <laughs> Look, this big, you know, just big squarish eagle.
0: Yeah. It was a Nazi mirror, wasn't It's Granny. A, is granny a Nazi. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't know because it cause it seemed like this was a hotel or at least apartments. Yeah, because like when it when the the scene first opened up, uh, Granny was there with Tweety in the cage, and she was going into the building and there was a big sign saying no pets. And she went, "Don't worry, uh, oh." Yeah, she said, don't worry, She goes, Tweety. don't worry
1: to Tweety. Like, yeah, I'll don't... get
0: you in. And she calls She calls him Tweety. She says, don't worry, Tweety, I'll get you in. So Tweety is the one who wants to go in there. Yeah. And then it flips to the other side of the doorway, um, you know, to the right-hand side, and then Sylvester has his own granny now. Yeah, it's and a she... proper guerrilla
1: warfare thing. Yeah. Like, it like oh, I don't think I'm getting close to this granny without another granny. Yeah,
0: and then she goes, "Oh, don't worry, Sylvester, I'll get you in. So, like, what sort of control has Tweety got over Granny? Because I think I think it's I think Granny isn't. I don't think Granny
1: is evil. No, I I think think Granny brainwashed. Yeah, brainwashed, or under some sort of mind control. Yeah, or she just you know doesn't know Tweety's full thing. But then she would question the
0: mirror. Yeah, and also her her the look on her face when she was like, "I'll get you in," and then this evil look. Ah, but Sylvester's Granny did the same look. Well, that's true. Like, I'm ultimately wondering if they've both brainwashed some grannies. Oh, God. Uh, But the thing is, is we never see the grannies at any other point past that. So I reckon they just both went down for tea.
1: Yeah. And then it's mostly uh, the animals are sort of left to it. So what I actually uh, hypothesize is that this is a meeting place for animals in, in in a human area. Yeah, potentially. Or at least a meeting place for sentient animals which won't doesn't get looked into because,
0: you know, animals aren't allowed in. Yeah so, It just strikes me as odd that you know, obviously given given the world that we're in that, you know, that would have to be a place where the 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 demarcation is still in place. Oh yeah, but I think they masquerade
1: as non sentient animals. Yeah. You know. And, you know, go in there. There's there's no pets in there. I'm pretty sure it's all humans. Like it's human. Like because otherwise you'd expect there to be like, you know, a dog security guard or I don't know a a monkey. I don't know. Like people working there. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 And and it's all humans. Well, we, we do want, see
0: we only three. see we only see one of them are worker, don't we? We only see the one security guard. Yeah. And he's the one there to stop the pets from coming. But I don't think he really kind of works there. I don't know. I think he works there, but I don't think he. I don't think he's a sheriff, as his badge would dictate. No, no. But I don't know. I mean, I just think. Why did Twiddy want to go in there, and why was he in a room with a Nazi mirror?
1: I don't know. But the fact that every single room must like because at the end, basically, there's this this uh, torrent of animals yeah. that just like like it stampedes out. And it's very Jumanji. So every single person staying at that hotel has an animal. Must yeah. have smuggled an animal in there. Some of those, I mean, one of them and was an t- elephant. Yeah, exactly. How are you smuggling that in? Like, so I don't know. I wonder if it is, to some extent, an agreed thing. And maybe that guy isn't a security guard. Maybe that guy has got sort of wind of it yeah. and is meant to be investigating. Yeah, well, see, that's what I was thinking. Is he some sort of like? So maybe like he is. PI or maybe something? he is a, like a US marshal. Yeah. That's what the badge said to me. Yes. It's like... He's definitely sporting it proudly. But, yeah, it was. it's interesting because it's like what still exists that you would have to bypass with this sort of ruse. Yeah. And that brings us back to the Nazi mirror.
0: Do you think that that mirror was, um, you know, like in Snow White, mirror, mirror on the wall sort of jobby? Yeah. Do you reckon that was like a... Nat, Nazi mirror on the wall? Nah, c- who was the evilest I, bird of them all sort I think of job? It's an, like, I, I do think it's a Nazi mirror. Yeah, do you, but do you reckon it's some sort of communication device, some sort of like two-way communication device, and that's where... What if it's a tiny portal went? to our world They can talk to Nazis? I mean, possibly. Maybe that's, like, you know...
1: Maybe maybe that's what all their research into the occult was about, was actually seizing control in the Tooniverse. Yeah. But my other thinking was... Uh, e- even if that were the case and isn't now, uh, what if that hotel is a last bastion of uh, Nazi sympathisers uh,
0: and that's a good place for Tweety to recruit? That, I mean, that's very true. I mean, especially if they were um, if they were looking into the occult, um, it's very possible that that's a place that is like a repository for uh, books for summoning, uh, you know, eldritch gods. Yeah, but I also want to, because Tweety at one point goes into Sylvester's mouth...
1: Goes yeah, down a little yeah, elevator in his throat. A, rescues a, Comes out with a mouse who yeah. he's very familiar with. Yeah, he rescues that and mouse. I reckon he knows him. I reckon that's a mouse that Sylvester's eating, eating while he's there. Yeah. And Tweety just because Tweety in didn't and gets bat an eyelid about walking straight into his mouth. No, just I'm going to go and get my. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm confident. I wonder if Tweety is buds with all those animals, because Ooh. at the end, when the animals stampede out and stampede over the security guard, Tweety is hiding in a pot. Yeah. Uh, it's closed, and but, he knows all of them, and he can list them all. Yeah. What to want- do in there though? You see, Hector doesn't seem like the Hector we've grown to know and love in this no. one. He seems like a pet.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was
1: definitely a three-toe Hector. It was a three-toe Hector, but it was a walking around on all fours, uh not talking with their sort of elbows out. Yeah. Like, like didn't say a word. Non sentient Hector. Like I'm wondering if you know, we're looking at Could it just be the portal got it wrong and it's not actually Hector? Might not be Hector. Uh like he didn't have the same kind of because Hector's got quite a chill and kindly expression. Yeah, this one did not. Um, but my other thinking was, if we are in a clone watch situation, uh, you know, some of that because we saw all kinds of clones come out. They yeah. came out all different colours. We came out with different numbers of toes. We came out with all sorts of demeanors. Yeah, like what if one just wasn't sentient?
0: And I mean, the thing is, is like two toes does not. You know, or three toes does not exclude it from being a clone. Could no, no, a, that was a separate thing. issue. Yeah. The two toes, three toes. Thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I I don't think that's. I don't think that was the Hector we'd known. I, I,
0: it didn't seem like it. It definitely didn't feel. like Because the last it. time Sylvester and Hector
1: were in the same place, they, they were best on. friends. Yeah. And if Hector, if that had been Hector, and he'd been sort of brainwashed or like put under some sort of spell or yeah. something like that. Sylvester would have reacted in some way.
0: You'd have thought you'd so be like, "What are you doing?" Because he was scared. Yeah, Sylvester's uh,
1: like he's he's tenacious, but he's not the most professional. No, uh, pursuer of no,
0: no, he's not of Eldritch cults.
1: <laughs> like I don't know he. I think he would have. There would have been a moment, right? There'd have been a sort of like, "Buddy, it's me." Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Why are you attacking me? Whereas I think it's just another bulldog, yeah, or nah. at least or at least a, a not very convincing Hector clone. Yeah, I think you're right, because it definitely didn't seem like Hector at all. Yeah, so that's that's my feeling, is that that is, I don't know, I think there was some sort of meeting meant to be going down there, and I think Sylvester went in to put a stop to it yes. in Glorious bastard style.
0: Yeah, and the only way to get in there was with a granny. With a granny, a granny of his own. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I feel so. I, yeah. I'm pretty do, happy. Do, do you remember the film, um, was it Witches? the Roald Dahl? Yeah, yeah. Do you think it was like that? You know, a kind of where you've just got this like maybe this meet- meeting going on that not everybody in the hotel is aware of, but there's like some sort of convention,
1: yeah, and going it's on, sort of revealed, yeah, you know, by a kid who's been turned into a a, a mouse, a
0: mouse, yeah,
1: yeah. And maybe that maybe that's who Tweet you rescued, possibly rescued the little kid. Yeah, that doesn't seem like Tweet. <laughs> but no, I think I, I think that there was a secret meeting of some kind going on with all those animals. Yeah. Uh, there's either a former Nazi or continued Nazi involvement. Uh, especially in the decorating.
0: Especially in the decor. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that's where I'm settling on that. No, I, I'm in. Like, yeah. that, like, that, sounds, that sounds like the most plausible thing from what I saw. All right. In all fairness. Let's move swiftly on then. Shall we? Who's Bertie, Cal?
1: I can't remember. Yes. We've seen him before. We have sure. seen
0: Bertie. He's a dog. He's a dog. Uh, Well, I'm assuming so by the name of the the title, Chow Hound. I always look at the character I don't recognise
1: before the name just to see if I can guess.
0: I'm I'm fairly certain he's a dog. But I mean, there's one surefire way of finding out. Watching Chow Hound from uh, June 16th, 1951? Yeah. That got very seven, it did. That got pretty dark at the end there, yeah. Uh, understandably so, though. Bertie, we have remembered, is the mouse, yes, from Hubie and Bertie. Where's fame. Hubie? Well, I mean, the thing is, is Bertie did seem to be being held hostage at this point, yeah. a so, tuna tin, yeah. So, um, the, the way the episode is rolling is there is a cat, um, and he's a Appears to be under the sort of like control of a dog. Yeah,
1: of a dog. Yeah,
0: who's got this con going where basically this cat is the cat of many people, and every time the cat gets given like a steak or chicken or something like that, the dog basically steals it.
1: Yeah, so he's bullied the cat. He's found various households in which like people want their cat to be in a certain way. So like in one household, he catches mice and like you know just like anything he would get a reward for. Yes, and basically they just go on a rotation. Uh, the dog uh, just puts him into these various houses. He gets the reward. He brings it out to the dog. Yeah.
0: Uh, I always, they always... Or he always says, and you forgot the gravy. Every, yeah, single, every time. single time. Every single time. It's just gravy. What? No gravy? Yeah. And he's bringing steaks out and all sorts and he's just sad there's no gravy.
1: Yeah. Uh, where Bertie comes into it is that he's being kept in a little uh, tuna tin by the dog. Do we get a name for the dog? I mean... I don't think we did. We didn't, did. but there again, like, I mean, we got a name for the cat, but we got several names for the cat. I don't, so. think, I don't think the name for the dog's going to matter the no. way the episode ends. Anyway, Bertie's been kept in a tin by the dog. Uh, and he's basically the mouse in the scenario uh, where the, the, cat the cat catches, the mouse. catches a mouse. Yeah. He, so the, he plays dead, the cat carries him in, uh, and then they both scurry off with the... So uh, you the Hubie sta- is
0: now looking for Bertie? Like, you know, do you think he's been kidnapped? And then... I don't know, because I don't think Hubie's been
1: offed. I hope we get a a Hubie uh, episode where he's trying to get Bertie back in a sort of Chippendale Rescue Rangers sort of a style.
0: I mean, given the end of this episode, we know the mouse has escaped now.
1: Yes, so the end of the episode, basically, the dog gets a new scam, uh, which is returning lost animals. Yeah. and so he returns the cat. Well, he keeps the cat for a bit and then returns it to all its different owners. Yeah, collect the cat. He puts in a little, like, basket and ties a string onto the cat so he can yank it out of the back of the basket. So yeah. he gets the cash and then they just run off to the next house. Uh, One of those uh is taking the cat back to the zoo where the cat poses a saber-tooth tiger. With the saber-tooth alley cat. And it's not, like, I don't know. I mean, it's not Bertie's fault. Uh, no, he's doing he it under get, duress. He, he gets he he blacks he blacks bertie up yeah and then he dresses with a big ginger mustache and like it like an explorer yeah and he comes back and returns the cat but bertie stays true to his morals he's like this is yeah this is despicable yeah uh so you know no worries with bertie on the races in front nope. even though no no he's forced into that he was forced into that but in the end with the money the uh the dog buys a uh, like you know some sort of meat emporium. Yeah, he buys Because he doesn't market. seem to have to, like, run a shop. He just no. sh- snaffles it all down. And he does. Um, and, uh, yeah, we end the episode with him, like, laid out on a slab, just,
0: like, in seven. Yeah, like... like just. Like, pile like just he's a a bloated sack like like he's in he's in hospital basically he went to hospital and the doctors went yeah classic case of overeating and he's there just like yeah like like pearl from blade yeah
1: exactly (laughs) like and uh yeah and then uh the cat and bertie turn up and see him and goes this time we didn't forget the gravy
0: and they drag in this vat of gravy shove a funnel uh, in his mouth can't
1: move and they shove a funnel in his mouth and just tip it in
0: and that, and that's how it ends. Like, you like you you It pans to them fully, and you can just see the funnel with gravy being poured in. You don't get to see the dog, so it. I think it's game
1: over for that dog. I think man. it's game over for that dog, and I think Bertie's back on the road. I don't think this answers any questions fundamentally.
0: No, it doesn't make me. It, it, was it, it was makes a, me
1: feel like there's some level of comeuppance, though. It was a good departure from actually what has been quite a. Uh, uh, Tying the universe together, yeah. heavy, heavy week. It was a dark end, though. But it was a dark ending, and uh, I, I hope Bertie's okay. Yeah, uh, me too. I hope that hasn't sort of changed his general demeanour because they were quite a fun pair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if he's going to be thousand yards staring off into the distance, all harrowed. All harrowed, and that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bright future for him, but so. like, we, we'll only know in time. Yeah. Uh, so, as ever, we uh, are going to finish on a song. Um, but thanks for listening. If you uh, enjoy the podcast, please tell other people about it because uh, word it of helps. mouth, word of mouth is the best advertising. And uh, if you like it, and like other people, or at least some other people, yeah, they'll probably some of them at least will probably like it. So uh, I imagine so. So tell t- tell your your friends uh, about the Space Jam Continuum. Uh, if you listen on iTunes, please, please, please leave us a review because uh, it really helps out or wherever you listen, leave us a review. Yeah. Uh, but thanks as ever for listening. It's nice not to be going it alone. Um, we're going to leave you, uh, due to the uh, the Nazi heavy central episode. Yeah. Uh, we were going to roll with some Wagner, but I think we've used Ride of the Valkyries before and everything else is kind of too long. Yeah. Uh, So uh, we're going to leave you on uh, springtime for Hitler from the musical The Producers. Uh, So sorry for ending the show on the words Heil Hitler. uh, (laughs) And until next week...
3: Page. Look out! Here comes the master race. Springtime for Hitler and the German.
1: and that is why they call me Rolf.
2: Don't be stupid, be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party.